Matthew, growing up in an entrepreneurial household, Ma Matthew Halte has been surrounded by both the good and the bad. Somebody who puts so much time and energy and etiquette into their work, I'm like, okay, I gotta connect with them and see what they're about. And that is Matthew Alte. We, we will give you the floor. Yes. So on, uh, on my way up here, I was actually thinking about telling this story about how I met Noelle and Shannon. And as she mentioned, I, I was cold calling, cold emailing. Um, being that annoying person where you just delete the email or, or you know, just go straight to your junk folder. But she did, she did have the decency to answer me and she, she responded just that way. She said, um, you know, this email was so well written, I feel like I had to respond. And I was like, okay, well that's nice to read. And then she, she counter offered me, she's like, I'll come to your event, but I have an event to invite you to as well. So we both ended up buying these tickets. Um, yours was, actually, you know what, come to think of it, it's almost a year ago exactly. It was early, early January of 23 and then yours was in December. So I ended up going, she ended up coming to our event, Lorenzo and I, Lorenzo's my business partner, and at her event is where I also met Noelle, and I feel like, this is not what I'm here to talk about today, but I feel like because we're at a networking event, it's, uh, it's very relevant, and Noelle was probably the first person that I ended up speaking to at, at Shannon's event. I remember I was sitting alone at the back, and you and Jonathan walked in, and we hit it off in about five minutes, and ten minutes later I invited you to be on our show, on our podcast. And we have been connected ever since, so it's been a, a whole year of friendship with these two. We've kept in touch on social media. Noelle, she drove out in a, in a blizzard out to Bowmanville, two hours away, to be, to be on our show. And, um, and it's coming to events like these that, um, that can really help you in business. Um, and just networking is a currency in itself. I always say there's time and there's money, but I think networking is sometimes almost more important. It's the, the doors that open are, are, can be unbelievable. You never really know where you're going to end up. Like I, you know, saying yes to your event and here I am now meeting all these lovely women and, you know, staying in touch with you guys. So thank you. Thank you. Um, Again, my name is Matthew. I'm half Palestinian. I'm half Macedonian. My dad is, uh, is Palestinian. My mother is Macedonian. I, I did grow up in an entrepreneurial household. I won't get into too much. You guys said it all. But um, yeah, I own a few businesses. I'm, have, I'm obsessed with day trading. I, do, I, I taught myself over COVID. Uh, I, I tore my bicep. And uh, my bread and butter is my hands. I, I do construction, right? So when I couldn't work, I was trapped on the couch. And I went into like a, a real deep depression. And I told myself I never want to be able to not make money again. So that's kind of what got me into day trading. I turned on YouTube and uh, I've been voraciously studying ever since. It's been almost three years now. Um, we hear a lot about mental health today um, on social media and I'm, I'm a huge advocate for that. I know Lorenzo is too, but I like to take it a step further and talk about uh, mental toughness. Mental health is one thing, but I think being, being mentally tough is a different thing because life, life throws these walls at you. Um, Sometimes self-inflicted, sometimes out of our control. I'd say, I would say my 20s were very smooth. I kind of had it easy. Life was good. I was making money to support the lifestyle I wanted. But once I hit 30, uh, things started to happen. And that's where I kind of became obsessed with this, with this self-development realm. And as, as I like to call it, self-mastery. When I turned 30, I, hit, I, I came across some serious financial setbacks. I lost uh, a substantial amount of money. I know money is very relative, but relatively speaking, it was, it was enough money to uh, negatively impact my life in a, in a very, very, very massive way. And if anyone's ever gone through adversity, we know whether it be financial or marital, like divorce, uh, health issues, you know, maybe the loss of a loved one through death or something. These events in life can negatively affect us so bad. At least for me, I got into, I got into this, this mindset where I didn't even want to be around myself for a little while. My, my money situation was so bad. 
I was navigating through turbulent relationships at the same time, and it, I, I was just toxic. I was, get, I was becoming very toxic, and we, I believe that we need to be prepared for when life throws, throws, throws these curveballs at us, right? So this is what got me into to where I am today and why, what I'm speaking about today, which is, which is adversity. Has, it, has anyone ever gone through something tough, you know, whether it be health, financial, divorce, death? In, show of hands, right? Yeah, I, I, fi I figured, I figured. And, right, and, and you just, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a rhetorical question. And, and you just want it to end. Sometimes, it, sometimes it's extended and you feel like, when is this chapter just going to be over with? And that's, and that's how I felt when I was going through that. I, I hit 30 and life just really started to, like, life, you know, if, if that makes any sense. Um, and it could be something as simple as just work slowing down, you know, not being able to catch up on your bills. You feel like you catch up and then you're behind again, right? So adversity comes in so many different ways. And as I said before, sometimes it's self-inflicted and sometimes, sometimes out of our control. But um, if any of this resonates with you, good, because I think we can all relate in one way or another. You know, maybe not all exactly the same stories. We all have different stories, but... It's our job to be better prepared for the next time, and it's very easy to sometimes not, you know, play the victim or, or point the finger. But if if we if we can just go inward, introspect, and the definition of introspection is examining one's own thoughts or feelings. So back to day trading. One thing I've learned through day trading is it's an emotional ride. It's very lonely. You win and lose on your own. Sometimes a lot of money, and it's the, the highs and lows are extreme. So what what I've learned to do through day trading and in turn in the rest of my life has been to, to really step outside of myself and tap myself on the shoulder and recognize when I'm thinking and acting and behaving in a way that does not align with how I know I should be acting and thinking and behaving. A way that you know negatively affects myself and my relationships. How I got started on this, when I started feeling this way, is I, I, I started to cut the fat in my life. And for me, that was, I went pretty, I went pretty straight edge. I, I stopped hanging around certain people. I stopped watching certain things. Uh, I started reading heavily. I, I really had to go inward and, and, and realize that the solution was in me. It wasn't out there. You know, it's, it's, easy, it's easy to react to the environment. Um, and then when you start reacting to the environment, you start living, living in this cycle, your life becomes predictable, right? If, if, you, if, if you let the environment affect how you behave and react, you, you go to bed thinking about the same thoughts every day. You know, this person offended me. This person cut me off. That girl at the bank, you know, uh, did this to me. And then you go to bed and you start relaying these thoughts in your head. You, you, you marinate in these thoughts for eight hours and you wake up to the same reality, right? You become a victim to the environment. So if the thoughts of now affect the future, then the future, you know, is affected by the thoughts of now. So we have to we have to be very aware of our thoughts, introspection, right? So tapping yourself on the shoulder. I always use the example of you know walking into a room and turning on a light switch. You don't you don't think about the steps. You don't think about raising your arm. You don't think about turning on the light. You don't check to see if the light went on. It's very it's algorithmic almost. It's 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 so automatic. The same thing as getting into your car and going to work. You don't think about. Sometimes, have you ever gotten off the highway and you're like, oh man, I don't even remember getting off, right? And this is the same way with our behaviors, with our reactions. When, when, when life throws curveballs, when, when someone cuts us off, when someone cusses at us, when this, this girl or this guy acts a certain way towards us, it's almost a natural reaction to act a certain way. And that's not the problem. And that's not the problem. The problem is not catching it in time. These are emotions, and emotions are, are often um, referred to as negative or positive. I don't like those words. I like to call emotions signals. Uh, I think signals and feelings are words that we use to describe the vibration we're in. Everyone's heard of the law of attraction and the law of vibration.
So these emotions are actually to our benefit, right? It's, it's on us to recognize them fast enough. And that's where the work comes in, is not letting the fear or the anxiety or the stress or the anger drag on and linger for the whole day or for the next day into the next week. The work is becoming self-aware, catching it, and doing something about it. It's, the problem is not feeling is not feeling the negative emotion. Those, you should be thankful for these negative emotions because they are signals. And that's something I've had to work on for myself. I was a very impatient, very hyper, very negative, very half glass empty type of person for a long period of my life. The household I grew up in was full of love, but it was a zoo, uh, a, a lot of yelling, um, very, very busy. Father was on the phone all night uh, overseas doing business always on the road, you know, driving across the country doing sales. My mother was in the office all, all day, seven days a week, fax machines, phones. It was just very chaotic. And this made me very, very high strung, very hyper, very sensitive. And I just realized I didn't want to be like this anymore. So again, I'm not here to tell everyone that maybe you guys handle things as badly as I did, but I am sure that everyone here can at least relate in some way. At some point in your life, you felt these strong emotions and you didn't want to feel this way anymore. And it's going to happen again. And like I said, it's just on us to be better prepared. I mentioned um, the law of attraction, and we've all heard of it, right? When, you know, whether we believe, it in it or believe in it or not, I do feel like it's through social media, it's becoming a little bit more recognized, a little bit more accepted. I have the 12 universal laws uh, on a picture in my bathroom. I'm obsessed with them. This is something I study religiously. I think I understand it on a very deep level. And I'm not going to talk about the law of attraction, but I do want to talk about the law of polarity, which is probably my favorite law. And I think this will, uh, this will help you guys if you're going through anything or if you're, you know, the next time you do go through, th through something. The law of polarity states that there must be an equal and opposite to everything in the world. Equal and opposite. So there can't be the front of a book without the back of a book. There can't be the inside of a book without the outside of a book. There can't be the up without a down. There can't be love without hate. There can't be attraction without disconnection. So when I realized this, and that, you know, using those examples, I hope you believe that too. I could go on and on. There's, there's opposites to everything. So when I realized this, it gave me faith because there, ha there must be an equal and opposite good to every bad situation that you're going through. Whether it's divorce, whether it's a financial setback, whether it's health. It may not come when you want it to. It might take a lot longer than you expect it to. And it may not come how you want it to. But it's a universal law that there must be an equal and opposite good. And for me, when I was at my worst financially, so on the brink of losing my house, work was slowed down. And this is all coming from a year prior where I was making money. Uh, I was li living the life I wanted to live. I could, uh, I could travel. I could eat how I wanted. And then again, as I mentioned, there was very turbulent relationships. So it all just came like tumbling down at once to the point where like I just wanted it to end. And then I got into this realm of self-development reading and I started to study these universal laws. So I just I'm, I'm telling you this. I'm telling this to you guys because I do believe that life is going to keep lifing. We're all going to be going through something, whether now or in the future, time and time again. And when we have this belief, when we have this faith, it just helps you get through one more day, one more day, one more day. And this is not necessarily directly related to business, but in the same way it kind of is because I've been a business owner for so long. It's not easy. I'm not here to tell you it's easy. It's worth it. But there are huge ebbs and flows. There are huge highs and lows. The money, at least in my, in, uh, in my experience, the money almost, it, it rains in and then it's a drought. It rains in and then it's a drought. So for me, a lot of, a lot of my stress has been financial. And I had to get used to budgeting very differently. It wasn't a paycheck every Thursday like it was when I was in the union in my 20s, right? I got used to a thousand bucks a week or 800 bucks a week. Steady, 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 steady. 
And then that stopped when I became a business owner. And that was my, my biggest form of stress. And I let it affect me in the way I treated myself and the way I treated other people. And you could, you could sense it on me, the law of vibration. You could, you could look at me and, and hear me. And I was, just, I was always tense and always stressed. And I had to get out of that. And um, that's, what, that's what I came here to tell you guys today. Because I, I, I think, again, everyone can relate in their own way. Use the anger, use the sadness, use the anxiety, use the fear, because the only, the only alternative is that it's gonna use you. And I'm telling you, it doesn't use you in a good way. You, uh, it deteriorates you from the inside out. It's a slow and brutal process. So use these signals for your advantage because they, fear is such great fuel. I always say, the, fear is a better motivator. When, when you're scared of a certain circumstance, it motivates you more than wanting to be in another circumstance, right? For me, I, uh, I, got, I started to get serious anxiety. I partied a lot in my 20s. Like I, it started to eat me up. I, would, I'm, I stopped partying because I was so scared of the way I knew I was going to feel the next day. It wasn't even that I didn't want to be around these people. I liked these people. I thought, I, so I thought I did. And maybe it was just the alcohol. But, right? <laughs> but it's, it's the fear of feeling a certain way that keeps me out of that, that lifestyle now. I, I know that when I wake up on Sunday, I don't want to feel like that. And then now that I'm in my 30s, the old guy lingers into my Mondays, right? Um, so you all have you you all you all have the power you you all have the power to transform adversity into a catalyst for your success, while at the same time being an inspiration for those around you. So. Faith, patience, and an undeniable drive to put in the work is really, is really the recipe. It just takes work and time. Um, so to take this in for a landing, adversity is not a dead end. It's just a detour to a different destination, to meet a better version of yourself. Embrace challenges for oppor as opportunities. You know, as Walt Disney once said, you may not realize it at the time, but sometimes a kick in the teeth might be the best thing in the world for you. I encourage you all to believe in yourselves and, um, and remember, when everything seems like it's going wrong, the best quality you can develop is the, the, the quality of being unstoppable. So.